obviously I need to record my music, but my song is nowhere near ready and the studio is super expensive, right? What if I told you that recording your music was a little bit easier than you may have thought? What if you could record your music and then actually have an extension of yourself outside of the room that you're in and you'd appear like a real artist because you've got music on Spotify? That's the mark of being a real artist, right? Well, recording your music, let's talk about it. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of Eight studio and I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists, musicians who want to have a go at doing music full-time and to do that independently without the labels and without a heap of money. So recording is my jam. You probably won't find anybody more biased about the need to record than me. Obviously, I'm a producer here. This is the studio that I work out of the Dot of Eight studio. So I love recording and I think it's, it's so valuable uh, for the musician. But maybe my bias will help you today because I'll be able to give you some inside sort of advice and things that I noticed from this side of recording that maybe you're a bit unaware of. Maybe there's a few gray areas about the whole process that I can hopefully clear up for you today. Um, I started recording, I was trying to work it out, whether it was 2003 or 2004, I can't remember. But my friend bought a uh, an interface, which back then was actually a sound card you had to put in the back of your computer. It was before USBs or Thunderbolts or Firewire or anything. And then I just got stuck into it. I just recorded so often, so much, anyone that I could, and they sounded awful. Far out did they sound awful. I was listening to some the other day. Um, Very bad recordings, but I started somewhere. I got into it and I learned more and more and more. went to university in 2008 uh, to do audio engineering, Uh, so that was really great. And then I've had the studio here since 2012, so I'm super biased about recording, but hopefully that will help me help you today. A mindset that people have around recording their own music is that they're not ready to record yet. Their songs aren't fleshed out enough. They've got a good sort of structure, but the songs we're used to hearing recorded are this massive full production and we just don't have all those parts fleshed out yet. We haven't got the drum beat for it. We don't have the guitarists. We don't have all the harmonies. We're not, we're just, the song's not ready yet. That's one thing. Or maybe we're thinking we just can't afford it. Obviously it's got to be super expensive to have that happen. So I just can't afford to record yet. Maybe we think we don't have enough songs for a full album. We've got one or two songs, but what's the point if we're not doing an EP or an album? So we need to keep writing. We're not ready yet. We haven't got enough songs. So these are kind of pain points I think people feel. And, you know, when I'm chatting to artists about wanting to come into the studio, these are sort of the things that we're working through, which I think kind of come down to two extremes. One extreme is a full album with all the bells and whistles is just too far away. It's kind of, it's not achievable for me right now. I don't have all those songs, all the music, all the whole thing to come up with an album. You know, the albums that we just love listening to as consumers. Or the other option is maybe we've tried recording before. We've done some demos on our phone or we've got some software at home. We've worked, we've tried, but it just doesn't sound any good. So it seems like one's just too far away. I'll never get there. And the other's like, oh, how do I even make this any better? And we're kind of caught in between those two things. So We can just unpack a couple of things around recording today. First of all, where do we start? Second, how do we know we're ready? And third, how much can we do from home ourselves? So I think starting now in 2021, we don't have to go the full slog anymore. We don't have to start with an album or an EP. What if you just started with a single? Or if you started with one song that you've got, as a single that you put out. There's so many benefits for this. And some people say that the album is dead. I don't think it is. All my favorite artists have a bunch of singles they've released, but then they've got an album as well. So I think 
we should be shooting towards albums, but I think we can start with singles. And here's why singles are so powerful. First of all, we get to get our feet wet. We get to practice recording. Recording is just a skill like anything else. It's quite different to the stage. If you've done it before, you'll understand that. If you do a single, then by the time you get to the next single, you've learned all the things from the first single and you can go like that. So I've worked with uh, artists before who come in and just do an album straight up. And by the end of it, like it's good, it's fine. But the amount they learn in that album just sets them up for the next one. But if they'd just done a single, then the next single's better. And then by the time they get to an album, they are good to go because they've kind of unlocked the studio sort of process. So I really love working with artists and starting with singles because you can you can practice everything. You can practice recording, you can practice songwriting, you can practice releasing, all that sort of stuff so that when you do bigger projects, you're good to go because you get that sort of instant feedback. You can record a single and you can find out straight away, does my audience like it? Did I like the process? Did I like the engineer? Did I feel comfortable in the studio? Did I like the producer? All those sort of things without locking yourself in too much. You can get in, get out and kind of get that feedback, get your feet and go for it the next time. Secondly, just the cost is way down. Hey, so instead of coming up with five, six, seven, 12 songs, you can just do one. And then even if you do four in the year or whatever, you can spread that cost out. So you're not coming up with a big lump sum. So I reckon singles are a great way to start. And then um, something that's cool about that is that say you do four singles in the year, at the end of that year, you've now also got an EP. So you've released four singles, you've had traction by releasing those songs, then you just bundle them up into an EP. So within that year, you released four songs and an EP. Maybe on the EP, you can put one extra song. So maybe you record five, six singles, you release four of them, and then you can bundle an EP of five or six songs. So now you've got four singles and a six-track EP. So I reckon that's where you start. If you want to go one step before that, um, which I kind of recommend as well, is just doing a demo. And this is great for finding out if the studio is any good, you know, finding out if the producer is any good because there's a lot of us producers that are quite arrogant and annoying. I hope that I'm not one of those, but, you know, we're just like they kind of take your um, vision and kind of make it their vision. I've worked with too many artists in here that kind of, you know, when I ask, have you recorded before? They're like, yes, but we didn't release it because we're not happy with it. It just didn't go where we expected that it would go. They just had a bad experience with the studio or with the producer. So if you kind of locked into doing even a single, or if you locked into doing an album or an EP and you end up not enjoying the experience, you end up paying for a product that you're not actually proud enough to release. And this is a story that hopefully you can't relate to, but a lot of artists that I've worked with have this sort of story where they're just really unhappy with the product. So if you just do a demo and say you book two or three hours, come into a demo, learn the studio, learn the vibe, learn the producer, the engineer, figure out if you like it or not. And then you can kind of step up from there. So you can do a demo, then a single, then EP, then an album. So you can start, you can start. The second thing is when are you ready? So this is kind of, it's almost tied into where do you start So just say you're starting with a single. When do you know you're ready? When have you got enough of that song to actually go to the studio? This is also something I see all the time where people need to, or they feel like they need the whole song fleshed out, the whole thing from start to finish ready to go so they can just walk in and record. There may be some studios where this is the case, where the producer only wants to work. Well, I don't think a producer would, but the engineer, if he's not very producer-minded, is that a thing? 
he's not kind of wired as a producer to help the artist. But I think any producer that's that's worth it is going to want to work with you and help you get your song over line. I know for me, anything that, that goes out has my name on it, right? So someone's going to ask that band, oh, where'd you get your recording done? If they say dot of that studio, that reflects on me. So if it sucks, if a song's not ready to go, if the parts aren't fleshed out, then that reflects badly on me. Your producer should be able to get alongside you and help you finish the song or even just help tweak it. So maybe there's something that you're really happy with And often, like with me, if people are investing in a recording, they want it to be good. They don't want to put out something that is kind of subpar. So usually you'll ask the producer who's experienced and say, what do you think? So with me, we might retweak things, we tweak, we might retweak things, put uh, the chorus maybe a bit earlier in the song or maybe cut out a chorus if we're kind of repeating ourselves too much or uh, give the bridge a bit more difference or something like that. We can kind of workshop the song. So I reckon like even a song that comes in that 60, 70% done where you've got like a really solid idea, but it's not kind of top and tailed or it's not filled out in the middle. I reckon at that point, you're still ready to record. If you can find a producer that is that is happy to sit with you and work with you, Often, like people ask me all the time if I want to actually co-write from the start or can I write the music for them. Me, as some producers are into that, especially if you're like a beat writer or something like that. But for me, I want to work with something that's already there. So I want, because I don't want it to be my song that just gets sticky. I want to work on your song. So if you've got the concepts, you've got the chords, the melodies, the lyrics, then I can help you kind of package that up and be a song that goes out. So you don't have to have all the packaging worked out. Let the producer do that with you. If you find a good producer, let them help you package it. But you've got to kind of have the contents, um, which I'm sure you would. If you can play the song through and go, that's the song, then I reckon you're ready to record. Because the other thing that we kind of think is that we don't have all the parts. So we don't have a drummer or we don't have a guitar. So we haven't figured out, you know, I was talking the other last week in songwriting, that there's this sort of harmony element, which is um, everything that's not the melody or the beat. So maybe we don't have all the harmony elements worked out. Again, that's something the producer can help you with. You don't have to have a band ready to go that's rehearsed a song fully to come in and get a good recording. So uh, that kind of leads me on to the next point is session musicians. So for me, basically the way that I work here is that every time a really good musician comes into the studio, on their way out, I kind of grab their number and say, hey, could I call you if I have an artist that comes in that needs a whatever, bass, drums, guitar, whatever that music is really good at. So I've now got a really long, excellent list of session musicians that are ready to come in and play for artists and they love it. So these aren't pro musicians that are going to cost you like $300 an hour. These are guys that are really, really good at their instruments that are itching to get in the studio. So if I can offer them a session to come in and record a song with an artist Um, they're just going to choose that instead of watching another episode on Netflix at night because being in the studio is fun. It's awesome. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg to get those guys. They're not pros, but they're excellent. They've got great gear. uh, They know what they're doing and they want to come in and work alongside artists. So I've got a huge list of that and most studios would be the same. So if you've got a melody and chords and lyrics, but you need a higher band type thing, then you can be helped out with that in the studio. And I think that's often or can be better even than having a band because you're not having to organize rehearsals all the time with bands. How annoying is it trying to find five people that have free on the same night or weekend to rehearse? It's painful. Plus you're splitting um, 
profits and money and this person can't do that. It's just there's a lot of nightmares in a band, whereas you can be a solo artist, get these session musicians in who once they play their part, it's done. They, You pay them for the time that they're there. They're not collecting royalties or anything off your song. You still own it. You've got all that. They've come in, played this really cool part for you, and then it's yours. They kind of part with it. I mean, obviously you're crediting them and all that sort of thing, but you're not having to keep them in the loop about every single thing you're doing because they've come in, you hired them for a part, they're doing the part and they're out, which I think is really good. And I usually, um, for me, I usually steer this towards even mates. So sometimes artists will come in and say, I've got this mate that can play drums. I don't know how long, I don't know if he still plays, but he was really good when we were in school or that sort of thing, or which I, I tend to go, maybe your mate's awesome but I've got this guy that I know will just come in and smash it out in an hour. He'll be great. He will do what you ask him to do. He'll add flavor if you ask him to add flavor. He'll take flavor out if you don't like it. Um, Whereas sometimes the friends can be a bit unpredictable and even take a bit of ownership or whatever because they're doing you a favor. So I always tend to go for these session musos that I know are great. Um, And that way, if you're paying them hourly, you could pay a good session musician to come in and he's going to nail your part in one hour with an excellent tone, with fantastic technique. Or you can get your mate who will come in, might be a bit cheaper per hour, but he's going to take five hours and you're going to be kind of trudging through, oh, no, do this, do that, maybe hurting their feelings because there's a personal relationship there. So all that to say, you don't have to have everything worked out. You kind of, as long as you've got a bit of vision or as long as you can work with the producer to kind of help you get that vision, then musos are easy to come by and you can get the parts in. If you don't have anything locally, um, even online now, especially with COVID's kind of made this huge community online where you can just say, I need it. You can chuck into air gigs or Fiverr or something like that and say, I need drums on this song. And within a couple of days, you can get the tracks back with those songs. I reckon that's option B because it's so great to have someone in the studio where you can kind of guide them, um, talk to them about it, try different things, experiment or whatever. But it does work and I've done it before. I had I wanted to put a like a gospel choir in this song. I don't have a gospel choir at my disposal. So I just looked on um, air gigs and I got this this quote back from this gospel choir in Nigeria who ended up in a couple of days singing this part for me, which sounded great. So I think I had four or five voices in there doing this harmony thing that I wrote out for them, sang by this Nigerian gospel choir. It was awesome. And we mixed that into the track and it sounded great. So You don't have to have all the dots lined up. You don't have to have everything worked out. You can kind of do a lot of that in the studio working alongside the producer. So how do you know you're ready? When you want to do it, I reckon. You're ready if you have a desire to do it. I reckon you're ready to do it if you can find the right producer. And a good website should give that away because the producer that cares enough to make sure that the information's out there and that they want to be working with artists is going to, I think, should care enough to do it. So I'm going to give you my details at the end because obviously come work with me. I'd love to record your song with you. Third thing we'll quickly chat about is recording from home. I'm not against it. I'm not against recording from home. And that might sound stupid me as a, as a recording business to say, if you can do it from home, do it from home. But I mean, I believe that I did it. I did it from home for ages before I had this commercial space. And I think it's really great. I would just say, uh, just know your limits with that. I think you can you can get away with a lot from home, but then there, there's a certain, well, there's a point where you, you no longer can. I reckon you can just tell those home jobs whether it's kind of close. And maybe if you're not fully into audio engineering, 
uh, you mightn't be able to hear it, but certain people will be able to hear it and it might be a bit of a deal breaker for you. When you think it sounds awesome, uh, you've been working on it, so you've got all that passion in there as well, which kind of uh, makes it sound better to you. Um, yeah, but you can kind of tell. I can usually tell when when it's a home recording, but it really depends on, on what you're trying to achieve. So I would just say know your limits, know when it is time to level up and get somebody that that is experienced and knows what they're doing and has the space and all that sort of thing. So I would say uh, I want to do a full episode on this actually because I reckon there's a ton that you can do from home and you can actually save a heap of money um, by doing certain elements at home that would make no difference whether you did that at home or in the studio. So I want to do a full episode on that. So that's about it. I reckon if you heard anything today, the entry point is close to anything. If you've got a song that you want to record, that you want to kind of make an extension of yourself, which means that somebody doesn't have to be in the same room as you to hear your song, I reckon you're ready to record. Hit up a producer that can just help you take your song to the next level, get the musicians in, do whatever you want to do. Um, if you want to book a demo, start by booking a demo. Um, that would just be the biggest takeaway. Don't don't wait till all your ducks are lined up because you'll be waiting forever. Don't wait till you got that full album sorted out because that's going to be years away and then it's going to be a tough experience anyway because you don't have any experience with recording. So start with a single, start with a demo, something like that. Get in the studio and then you can stick it in the machine. So once you've got a song recorded, you can throw it into Spotify or YouTube and actually start getting the ball rolling. Start actually having people listen to your song, um, get feedback on it, figure out where you can improve and and start to level up. But we got to, we got to do that with recording. So as you'd know, by now we're looking at a life cycle of a musician. This is stage four. So we've got vision and branding. We've been playing our music. We've written the song. Now we're recording it. We have to record that song so that we can then promote that song and grow our audience. So a couple of things I want you to do for me. First of all, if you want to uh, work with me in the studio, uh, I'm going to put my website here on the bottom of the screen. If you're on podcast, it's dotted8.com. So D-O-T-T-E-D-E-I-G-H-T.com. Uh, there's a form on there which just lets me know a bit about your music. We can chat about that. Or if you just want to ask a question about recording or um, have me, I don't know, however I can help. It doesn't need to be actually recording. You Maybe you're doing some home stuff. You just want a bit of advice. Just email me directly at studio at com. So studio at com. I'd love to just help you out with that. That's one thing. The second thing is I'd love to hear your opinion on this recording a single first thing. What do you, what's your, what do you think? Have you done that before? Have you found success in that? Or, or what do you reckon a good starting point is? I'd love to hear your take on it. Recording singles or albums or demos or what have you done? What's your experience? Chuck that in the comments or again, just email me if you're listening on the podcast. And uh, look, that's about it, guys. I'm recording these podcasts every week, just 15 to 20 minute episodes, just helping you uh, go from musician to artist, helping you level up. And they're going out on YouTube if you like watching it or they're on Spotify or Apple Music if you're a podcast listener. Give this video a like for me, subscribe to the channel and why don't you share it with a mate that just has to get themselves into gear. Share it with a mate who needs to start taking themselves seriously because they're a great musician and the world needs to hear them. Give them or share this with them or tag them in it or something like that. Um, leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. And uh, make some music this week and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.